Hello and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. I am Chad Russell and that is Kurt Souter. He is the head honcho over at Furtherstone Ministries. Good morning, afternoon, evening, depending on when somebody's listening to this. How you doing, Kurt? Doing super. Good. Yeah, man. How you doing? I- I'm doing well. I yeah. Am, uh, we're here and uh, you're live. You're vertical. We are. And uh, we are glad to be here on the shoe. And if you're listening for the very first time, thank you for listening. Hopefully you're doing it on purpose. But if not, we'd love to have you listen more often. And uh, we are a show for men by men. We talk about things from a man's perspective. We're just a show, a couple guys having usually guys in the, the studio talking about things, being a husband, being a father, just your life and, and doing life. And uh, we just hopefully you'll be entertained and uh, moderately informed and just be encouraged and maybe even challenged when you hear our shows uh, to hope so um, to go in a direction we believe here on this show that you were destined to, to fulfill your destiny as a man uh, you are to do that through walking with and surrendering to Jesus Christ and living a life that he uh, destined for you to do and um, so we just want to be a tool in your toolbox and we have all kinds of different types of shows and if you hear, hear those shows in their entirety we got about two years worth of shows you can go to our Facebook page, iTunes, or SoundCloud and just type in Solid Steps Radio. You can also go to furtherstoministries.org and click on the microphone. So uh, today's show is one of those shows that um, falls under the category of you know practical Christianity. And, and that sounds maybe boring to some people, but I think a lot of people uh, who are in church, and maybe even those, I heard somebody say the other day, one of the biggest groups in, in America are the the de-churched, the people who have been in church, grown up in it, and have left the church because they were just really just put off by it, maybe by people or the, um, the hierarchies of, of businesses, per se, when it was supposed to be a church. But the biggest struggle people have is, why do I take what I hear in my 30-minute sermon on Sunday and put it in the application on Monday and Tuesday and throughout the rest of the week. And so today we're going to talk about what does it mean to not do just Christianity on Sunday for one hour, but how do we do it Monday through Sunday? Yeah, so we have the expert. Well, that's <laughs> we don't want no amateurs on the shoe. John Stewart, welcome to the show, brother. Uh, thank you very much. By the way, this is not the John Stewart from the Today Show, John Stewart. That would be a totally different show. <laughs> it would be a totally different show, but we, we have another John Stewart. John, uh, you, you uh, have been in the Kentucky area for how long? Uh, my entire life, basically. So, yeah, I'm not going to tell you how long. <laughs> you look good, man. Yeah. You look good. <laughs> He's already worked out this morning. He, his 14-year-old son, they, they got up and they were working out and going like banshees this morning. And man. I'm like, I'm, I'm impressed. So anyway, John, um, I have been so excited about this show because I, um, you know, Kristen interviewed you about five years ago. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember distinctly that interview. She, she said, oh, my goodness, this guy, like, it was just your concept of the way you live life yeah. is, is pretty unique. I, you know, it shouldn't be really unique, but it is in many ways yeah. because you have a heart and a passion for how, how do you be the church every day? Yeah, yeah. And like, okay, how'd that start? I mean, uh, I mean, how long have you been a Christian? Well, um, I was, I was, I accepted Christ when I was nine years old, 
So um, I've been a Christian since then. <laughs> but you, know, you you didn't always have that perspective. No, no, you, I didn't. I mean, when when what really opened your eyes to you know being a Christian? Like it's not just a Sunday morning thing or a weekend thing, but this is like God's called me to be a Christian the whole week long, all 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 week long. Yeah, I think I was you know I was praying about this this morning and. Think about people who have testimonies. You know, I was on drugs and I got off of that and, you know, I've accepted Christ. And that's, that isn't my story. I grew up in a middle class family. I grew up in church. And so what is my testimony? Um, you know, I think that that allusion to um, what Chad said about being boring, that, uh, um, you know, the boring testimony. And I thought about the steps that brought me to where we are today with that living out Christ's walk every day, not just on Sunday. Um, and it, where, where I can take it back to was, um, we, we had two companies at one time that were partners, and, or I was personally partners with another company, had started a company in 1999. And our HR person came to me one year, this was um, about a month before we typically would plan our Christmas parties, and she said, you no longer have a Christmas party. We have to have a holiday party. And I, I went home and just was thinking about, well, why? What, is there a law now that I missed or something out there that said, <laughs> I can't have a Christmas party? Um, it might offend somebody. And, you know, I have, I have a friend from India, and he came to every Christmas party we had with a gift, you know, as a Christmas gift. And it was wrapped in Christmas paper with a Christmas card on it. So I know it wouldn't offend him when, you know, we would invite him along. So, um, but it, that's, I think that's really where it started. And I went home, mm. um, my wife and I talked about it and we, uh, my wife and I have this date day, uh, once a year. And I'm, I have to explain, it's not once a year that we have a date day <laughs> or a date night, but it's once we, a year. We would send you to counseling. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's once a year where we sit down and really plan uh, or sit down and do goals. We pray about it. We talk about it. We, you know, this is level five conversation uh, with each other. And one of our goals the, that year was five years from now, we want to buy out that company. Not because we want to buy out our partners, not because we wanted to just own it, but because we wanted to be able to do things like have a Christmas party and do things beyond Sunday that make a difference. Yeah, I mean, that was your passion. And then that really became a reality. It did. Yeah, actually, five years to almost that month that we had planned that. Amazing how God works and puts things in place. But um, it was one of those years where we had a tough year. It devalued the company. We made an offer. And within a month, we closed on the the buyout of the business. Really? Yeah. Okay. And, and so, what your heartbeat? You and Emily, um, you really wanted to say, okay, how do we take this company? And uh, by the way, th- this company, what do you do? Uh, yeah. So um, we're we're a small company in Lagrange, Kentucky, and but we work all over the United States. We're also working in Aruba, but we for um, Churchill Downs actually got us into the. Uh, gaming business and hospitality business. So they started buying places. So we got into hotels. We'd been doing some restaurant work and then got into casinos. And for me, the casino business was uh, one of those. I had no idea what they did. We were working at Churchill Downs and they said, hey, we're going to do this um, thing down in in, uh, 
New Orleans. Uh-huh. And I said, well, I've never done one of those. And they said, well, we haven't either. So let's go together and do it. So we, we built our first casino in New Orleans and um, realized that that business is a place where we had done churches before, a lot of church work. And, but God just put us in a place where um, if you had told me we were going there, I couldn't, I would not have believed it. But it's amazing the people that we met along the way and what the impact that we can talk about that we've had along yeah, the way. So, and so you're an architecture by trade. I'm an architect and um, contractor. I actually had a hammer in my hand before I had a pencil, so I know, knew the construction really? side. Yeah, so. You got that from your dad? Uh, no, my dad's an attorney. <laughs> Did not get it at all from him. I got it because I was the only one at home that could probably do that stuff. So, so, um, but yeah. So we we design, build, um, manage the whole process from beginning concept, just a thought about let's say you wanted to do a restaurant. We would put that whole concept together, and then we would put the salt shaker and the pepper shaker on the table and uh, the menus at the end of it. So we really do, you know, all the, all the way through. From that. A to Z. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, fascinating. Yeah. And so then, and then when you really took over this company, you, your heartbeat was, okay. And by the way, I, I, it was really interesting in our, before the radio show that started this morning, you, Chad, you said, um, you know, are you the owner? And you said what? I said, no, I don't own anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all God. It's all the Lord. Yeah, 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 you're just a steward. Yes, but you are the uh, president, CEO of this company. I'm the president. I actually brought in a CEO. Okay. To um, help me run the business. I'm good at some things. I'm blessed at some things, but I also know my weaknesses. And so, day to day. The uh, operations of the business. I love being out with people. I love being out in the field and meeting new people, developing new relationships. And to be able to do that, somebody also has to say, hey, let's put some structure around this. And so um, I met a gentleman at Churchill Downs from years ago, and we worked together. And then I asked him if he would come on board and help me do this. And uh, so... We have a a CEO. Well, I asked him what he wanted his title to be, and he said... I think CEO is appropriate, and I said okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I am I am the hundred percent owner of Encompass. In- That's fantastic. So we're going to take a break and be back here shortly. And John's going to talk about some of the places he has gone with this company, and God has taken him uh, with this company. Uh, whether it's uh, an Indian reservation doing gaming casinos or. New Orleans are all over, and and not only does it give him an opportunity to do jobs and work and career, but he also gets to help people in the process and how he takes his faith out into the workplace and do it every day. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back shortly. Thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our second segment of Solid Steps Radio. If you missed the first... I'm sorry about that, but you can hear it if you go to our Facebook page on Mondays, we post the show from the previous weekend. So if you're listening on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday and go, I want to hear the rest of that show Monday morning or Monday sometime, go to Facebook, SoundCloud, or iTunes and just type in Solid Steps Radio and we have the show posted for your listening pleasure in its entirety, commercial-free, thanks to our sponsors, L&N Credit Union. They're a local lender who they love to... Uh, work in the community, uh, not just with uh, money, but with people. And then Vision First Eye Care, 
That's where I get my eyes taken care of. And uh, they, you are not just a set of eyeballs to them. You are a person. And they are a great organization to be associated with. Frank Enterprises. Uh, all the weather we've had, you know, it's the first day of spring, technically, I think today, and it's going to snow tonight. So, of course, it's Kentucky. But if you have land drainage, septic issues, anything outside you need to worry about as far as irrigation, uh, Frank Enterprises are your folks to take care of that. Bright Star Home Care, if you have people who you love who want to live independently or going to have to make that transition from one phase of life to another, Bright Star Home Care can help you do that. Dan Hart Financial, if you want to invest the money God has given you and say, hey, I want to invest it and for God's glory and his kingdom and retirement and or spending for the future, leaving something behind for your loved ones, Dan Hart Financial is the guy to do that with. And then Country Lake Christian Retreat Center, uh, if you need to ship your kids off for a couple days this summer, <laughs> maybe a week, <laughs> Country Lake is the place to do it. Uh, we do that with our kids uh, almost every year, but uh, they have a great organization. Or if you want to take your business, your team, your organization, you want to do some team building, that is a great place to get out and to do all of that. So, okay, John, I, I'm, I just love your heart of, of how do we live the Christian faith because I, I, I joke with my good friend, I go, you know, I've been a pastor for over 25 years, and I'm paid to be good, <laughs> and you're good for nothing. And, um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, you are, you're an architect, you're a business owner, you're not a preacher, you're not a pastor, but you, you say, you know what, we, God's called us to live the Christian life Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, throughout every day of the week, not just Sunday. And uh, I love that. So, um, how do you how do you do that in your company within the walls of your the folks that you lead? Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah. Um, I'm going to take you back just a, a little bit to yeah. where. Wh- so we moved into this place in Lagrange, Kentucky, and that was the question: is how do we do this now? Now, now we don't have an HR person telling us what we should or shouldn't do. Uh, how do we do this? So uh, every Monday morning we have a, a um, staff meeting, and we, we at that time we were doing these leadership tips, and they um, w- one of the those that we were, we watched a video, and it was Simon Sinek doing a TED talk on the why of a company, and I thought, well, what what's our why? Why does this company exist? So that night, well, actually that afternoon, I was fired up after watching this. What's our why? <laughs> um, I gathered a, a bunch of books. I'm, I read like crazy. So I gathered all these leadership books and some other books about businesses and that modeled some of that. And um, I took them home that night and I wrote down, what is, what's the why of Encompass? Why does this company exist? Does it exist to make? Because, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the company existing for, to increase shareholder value. But that wasn't why this company existed, um, and I knew that. That was a secondary issue. That or was a second bar- a secondary principle. Mm, well, well, we, you know, you have to be profitable to be able to do and yeah. have the resources to do things like pay your people, and um, <laughs> you know, do do the pay, pay the folks that you entrust to to really you know um, shine for your business. So, but we we have to do that. But more importantly, was what do what are we here for? You know, what is this business exist for? So the first line item in our um, why of Encompass is to give glory to God in everything that we do. Mm. So if we're building a casino, we're going to give glory to God. And it makes it really easy to make business decisions on that. 
people have asked me about, well, how can you build casinos, you know, those sinful places, and, um, you, you know, how can you do that and say you're a Christian or that you have a business that's based on biblical principles? And um, so through that whole wave and Compass thing, I helped other, I've helped our our culture, the the culture of the of our company um, was built on those things, biblical principles, the why, and then, but you can't just say it. We have to live it out. And so mm. we, have, we have, you know, those staff meetings, and now every staff meeting begins with the devotion time, and it's time of prayer and devotion, and that is, uh, that's a non-mandatory part of our business, but almost everybody comes to those. And starting the staff meeting, our staff meeting is mandatory. So, so I mean, you hire Christians, non-Christians, you know, people of other faiths. How does that work? Yeah. So we we don't. I mean, we never ask the question. Um, we don't talk much in interviews about that. But when most of the time, and I've been interviewing people recently, most of the time when people we say, "What do you know about Encompass?" They say, "Well, you know, I've seen that you all give, and that you seem to." And I said, where do you get that? Well, things I've read, uh, you have a little blog that talks about, you know, building a house for a lady or the, some of the projects that you do. So um, they kind of get the behind the, the scene part of that just from, just from kind of looking at us. But also on the wall in our office is the Wife and Compass. So they'll read that too. But there's no way to know what that means until you're in the company. Uh, one of the things I have really struggled with is – is telling these stories that we call wise stories outside of the walls, outside of the family. Because, you know, the Bible says, you know, let your light shine, but it also says do, it, do this over here, you know, without telling anybody. And so even doing this today is a real, you know, it's, it's tough for me because of, uh, you well, know, I also think of the humility that we're, we're supposed to have. Yeah, I mean, the Bible says, let another man praise you, not your own lips. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I, I appreciate your heart saying that, but I... I I, so Chad and I are just asking you, um, yeah. you this is not you uh, raising your flag and saying how great we are. Yeah. We're just asking, because I'm, I'm intrigued by this, because I think there's a lot of businesses who they, they truly want to get up on Monday morning and they want to gr- give glory to, to Jesus Christ, yeah. but they don't know exactly how to do that. Yeah. So give us a couple uh, examples, a, a story that of, of what, how do, how do you implement that practically in your world? Yeah, so one way we do it, um, we have an attorney on staff who's also a pastor. And we... Um, is that possible? Yeah, <laughs> that's what some, a lot of people <laughs> joke around with him and say, is it, are you really, I'm just are you really a, yeah, how can an attorney, this guy w- was working in a large law firm in Louisville here, um, decided to, to, you know, jump out and do his, uh, do his own thing, um, was, uh, saved late in life, later in, in his life. And, um, now is on fire for Christ. And it's, it's cool to have somebody there that our team can go to and trust anything that they have going on in their lives. So providing that for our team, uh, every day they have somebody to go to that's not necessarily leaders. If they're having trouble at home, they have some, you know, so that's one way we kind of walk that out for our team members. Our, our goal is to take care of our team members first. 
And then those that we work with outside of the walls of our office are, or we call it a field support. Well, when you center. say take care of our team members, what does that look like from a biblical, you know, Jesus Christ standpoint? Yeah. So um, that's number one. Uh, but we're we're not all over them going. Okay, you need to accept what I have. The only way that we can do that, the only way I believe that anybody sees Christ is through us. So we're mm-hmm. a vessel. So uh, that's why I worked out this morning. So, uh, <laughs> you know, um, to reflect that. But yeah. So we, as uh, we have a servant leadership team, that's what we call our leadership group, as a servant leadership team. And we are, and our organizational chart starts with me on the bottom. My, my role, my job every day is to support the rest of the team. That next person up. Yeah, but you're the president. You're, you're yeah. supposed to. You're supposed to tell them what to do and how to do it and where to do it and when to do it and you, it's got to come from you. Yeah, you didn't just describe Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the model there. Oh, he's the model I there, love so. it, John. So, I absolutely yeah. love that. So, so you're, you're on on your org chart. You're at the bottom. Yes. And you go. I am here to to lovingly serve you yeah to honor you yeah to listen to you and yeah. to support you so that you can be the best employee possible for encompass yeah we had a team member whose brother passed away and I, do we have time to talk oh, yeah. about it absolutely so, yes. yeah yes so, okay so his brother passed away and his parents um didn't really have the means to get to he was in texas so didn't have the means to get there and I, I can tell you lots of stories like this, but w- went to him quietly, said, um, can we pick up the tab to get, you know, you and your family down there? And so we paid for that and also helped pay for the funeral. And it wasn't just a matter of paying for it, though. This this is not a Christian family, um, but it's just loving people. I mean, that it's that simple. So you don't think before you do it. Sometimes you have to be smart about this, Great, you know, be good stewards. And that's why I have a CEO and a CFO that say, hey, John, you know, we have to make money so we can do this. So, um, but, but it is just thinking we don't have to go in a big committee to decide this stuff. We just go do these things. Go yeah. do the right thing. Yeah. Uh, that's a good. That's that's awesome. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with John, and we talked this last segment about how does he do that within the walls of his business. But now, what about outside the walls when he starts rubbing up against customers and start going out across this country? And how does he how does he do what he says, serving the people around him outside of his walls? So we're gonna take a break. We'll be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell, Kurt Satter. We're here with John Stewart, the president of Encompass, and uh, he is a locally based here in LaGrange, Kentucky, here being in LaGrange, Kentucky. You may be listening anywhere else in America or the world, and we thank you for doing that. And uh, any of our shows can be heard in their entirety. Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes. Just type in Solid Steps Radio, or you can go to furtherstoneministries.org. You know, so Chad... um did you, I don't know if you caught this, but he said Aruba. John, you said Aruba. <laughs> Aruba, Ohio? Um, I think <laughs> it, it might be another Aruba. Okay. Well, it's, yes, it's the, the Aruba um, that's in, near Venezuela in South America. You know, I, island of Aruba. I, I, yes. I think, Chad, maybe we could do a, a radio show <laughs> with John down there. Well, we asked, where do you want to do the show? And he said, here. And I would much prefer just to kind of 
maybe do a remote there, but hey, <laughs> you know. So, John, yeah, you, 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 you have office not only here in LaGrange. Yes. But you also have a couple other uh, offices. Uh, Cincinnati, a little office in Cincinnati, and then one in Gulfport, Mississippi. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you guys are all really all over the country doing, doing your thing. Yes, we are. We've been so, blessed to, to be able to do that and travel a lot. Uh, so. that's, um, that's a gift. So I, I'm still intrigued a little bit. You, so you're trying to make sure that we live in, uh, living out our identity of bringing glory to God in this business of building and, and construction from A to Z. I, I, I'm intrigued by the the devotional you lead every. Do do you do that personally? No, actually, we have a um, person on staff, our, our counselor. We call him a counselor, meaning he's an attorney, but he's also has um, a, he's a pastor as well. But he leads those devotions for us. Sometimes when he's out, um, we will rotate that. Some other folks in the organization lead it. And then, and how, like, how long is that? 10 or 12 minutes. It's the first thing that happens at, at that staff meeting. starts at 10 o'clock, and at 10, 10, 10, 12, we, we wrap up the devotion and move into the regular staff meeting. You, you mentioned in the last segment as well about you know, helping one of your employees you know, with, a fan, with a funeral and travel and expenses. What are some other things that you try to do within your company, within your people, to let your light shine, to bring glory to God? Yeah. What do you do? So one of the things we do during our staff meeting, and we share these stories, we, we call them why stories, why the company exists. So throughout the week, we have the opportunities as, as team members, part of this team we call Encompass, to speak into the lives of people around the, wherever we are, whether it's in LaGrange, Kentucky, or it's in Aruba, wherever we are. Um, every team member that travels has a cre- company credit card. And we say, okay, if you see somebody in need, take care of it right there. Don't ask anybody. You don't have to ask anybody. You just use your company credit card to do whatever it might be. Buy a tank of gas, buy food. Um, and we, we had uh, just a really quick story. We had a guy that was, um, we, we share those why stories. So everybody comes back together. And as a family, we talk about how were we the hands, feet of Christ. And in some people, it's not that for them. Some, some people, it's just living out what we encourage them to do, which is to help someone. You know, and um, so I had a guy that at 1030 at night, my wife and I are sitting on the couch. I get a text from me. He said, I didn't have a why story this morning, but I have one now. And that was it. And I go, okay, are you going to tell me? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I text him back. And, uh, and so he called me at 1030 and he said, I didn't have one this morning, but I, I just, I'm so excited I got to share it. I said, well, okay. He said, I went to the pharmacy after work today, and um, we have pickup trucks that have our name on them, and he drives one of those. And he said, you know, I was, I was walking back out of the pharmacy to my truck, and there was somebody standing there. And it, he said, gave me a little pause, but I walked on, and the person just I figured they were going to ask me for something. And he, he confronted the guy and said, um, yeah, but we broke down. It's this, the, you know, that story you hear a lot. We broke down and we need yeah. some money. And he said, but he remembered what we said is you just take the step in faith. And he said, well, so what's going on? He said, well, my family's at the, we're, we're trying to raise enough money to stay in a hotel tonight, but not we'll just sleep in the car. And he said, well, let me take you to the hotel. So that's the first thing he did was got the guy in the, and mm-hmm. took him to the hotel and he got out and there 
really was a family there, and they, they did not have the car. The car was at the auto shop, so they would have had to sleep in the car at the auto shop. And so he walked in, he paid for their hotel with, with his company credit card, and mm. he went across the street, bought him some food, and brought it back over. And he said, you know, I felt really guilty because it wasn't my money. It was the company's money doing that. I said, did you work today? And he said, yeah. And I said, um, and because you worked, we were able to bill our clients, what we call partners. Yeah. And he said, yeah, I understand that. And so the reason for this company is for you to be able to do those kind of things. It's for you to be out there, to be the hands and feet. So you work today. You might not have had that. You know, you may not have seen the money go through you and out. And he said, but but it did. He said, I get it. So then he came back to the next staff meeting the next Monday and told the story. And he was so excited about telling it because he got what this company is about. It's not. It is your money. It's your money. It's your time. I mean, he took. I said it was your time you took to help these folks, right? And so that that's kind of that was you know a good example of. Every single day, what gets to happen? So you may be doing some accounting work, and that's not the most fun thing that you get to do. But you are having an impact somewhere else. Like we have a homeless shelter that we fund, and we have um, that we put people we we have for people that are in Lagrange, Kentucky, that are homeless. And um, so, if you're working in accounting, you're doing you're having an impact on somebody that is now has a place to live. You, you have a house yes. that you guys, that the company owns, that folks can go there who are homeless and they can have a home. Yes, yes. And, and there's, they're, they, they're also um, helped out as well to get back not on just, their feet. Not just a home, but you're going to help them out just like this guy did. Buy, yeah. some, buy some food, put them up in a hotel, you know, what, whatever needs they have. Yeah, you're meet, gonna, you're gonna help with it. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. That's so that's what you're talking about. We are here. We're in, we are a building architectural, you know, company. Yeah. But we're here for the glory of God, yeah. and we're here to bless God's creation. Yeah. Every day, not just Sunday. Think about the marketplace back when you know in Christ's time. You know, who who did he pull in? to be his disciples were folks in the marketplace. And so we have to live. I mean, that's the example that we have. We have to live it out every day. Wow. Okay. So John, how do you do that with your clients around the country? When you go to do a restaurant out in Nevada or wherever, how, how do you, how do you take the hands and feet of Jesus with you out there? Yeah. So we have to be intentional about that. So I'm just going to give you one example as a tribe in Oklahoma that we worked with. And um, we don't ever go in and we don't ever say, oh, look, at here." we give a lot, so you ought to hire us. You know, we talk about our skill set and the excellence that we provide and those kind of things. When we're doing marketing, we, we don't talk about the why of Encompass. That's, we don't want somebody to feel like the you know, well, you're bringing us on because we're just, we're good people and we do good things for others. So once we get our foot in the door with them, once we establish trust, then we start working with them on, hey, you know, where can we help? Um, in, the, in this case, in Oklahoma, I asked the chief of the tribe, I said, there's some things you don't know about Encompass, but we really um, like to pour ourselves back in the communities where we live and work. Where can we help? And she said, well, we have these 
Christmas baskets we do with turkeys and stuff for those in, that have needs in our community. Um, you could help out with that maybe. And so our team members that were there on site mm-hmm. helped put those together, helped deliver those um, baskets, and we you know bought 50 baskets. That, that was our first thing to kind of get our foot in the door with them. Um, and they began to realize, hey, these guys are – these guys are, they, they mean what they say. Yeah. And I can tell you at the grand opening of the project, it was a hotel we built for them at the grand opening. Um, the chiefs said, got up and said, you know, there's a lot of things that have been good about this project, but I can tell you one thing I know about Encompass. And she said, a great grandson who had, uh, who has cancer and is five years old. And do you know who sent their person out their chaplain out to meet with their family and to be with them in compass and so the for that tribe for that chief of that tribe um she got what we were about and she understood um that and we've had an opportunity that opens doors that be able to talk about christ while we do this why is it that we do this we, you know so so when you're when your guys go out as well you're out in the middle of oklahoma yeah. They they used their credit card too to just if they see a family, you know, a, a, a construction worker or whatever. Yeah, everywhere they bought boots for construction workers. Great, they, you know, they noticed that the guy was wearing the same um, boots were really bad shape. They were taped up, and guy just went out, you know, found out what size he wore, went out and bought him new boots. So, I mean, the, the, nothing, some guy saw a lady going by carrying a baby every day with groceries. And so he called me and said, can I buy a stroller? I said, you don't have to ask. But he brought a stroller for this lady in the neighborhood who, you know, didn't, I, he didn't know her, but it turned out that she was from Africa. She had just moved in and had nothing. I mean, came here with nothing. So found out about her and he, you know, took it, you know, and just did it. And it's not just about the money at all. It's about the act of giving and serving that we're looking for. Golly, that's awesome. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with that last point because some of you may be listening and think, well, John's got that unlimited credit card and he gets to go do those things. But with that last point he just said, we're going to talk about that in the next segment. How do we, just people who may not have that credit card we can just use whenever we want how can we implement this into our daily life that's really what we're getting at we're going to talk more about that in the next and final segment of solid steps radio welcome back to the fourth and final segment of solid steps radio thank you for listening boy we hope you have heard at least a portion of this show if you're just getting in your car and you're and you're listening we're talking to john stewart who's the president of Encompass, and we're not talking, he, he's in the hospitality industry, but boy, he's not just doing it to get a paycheck hospitality. He's doing it outside of uh, the workforce in regards to in the lives of customers and people. And we've been talking about how do you go and take your Sunday morning faith and live it out Monday through Sunday. And uh, we want to thank our sponsors, l Credit Union, Vision First, Frank Enterprises, Bright Star, Dan Hart, and Country Lake. Those are folks that really help us uh, have a commercial-free podcast. John, your passion, I, I, when you go into a community, you want to leave it better than when you found it. Yeah, a legacy. Yeah, I mean, you, you really want to have a, 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 a print of that Jesus has been here. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I just, I just yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. So, so John, um, 
the last segment you talked about this this one of your workers and he just bought a stroller and uh and he asked you hey you know john can i, can I buy? I'm, yeah you can buy the stroller you don't even have to ask just go but there's some some of our listeners who would who would say um well i don't have a company credit card yeah talk to that that person yeah i had a guy ask asked me just that um and he said you know i work in this big company this, there's not the opportunities you have, I think, in a smaller company to really do something. I said, well, so where do you sit in your organization? He said, I sit in a cubicle. And I said, I said, do you sit around other people? Yeah. Do they know you? Well, yeah. I mean, they report to me, he, he said. I have about six people. And I said, well, how well do you know them? And he said, I think I know them pretty well. I said, do they know that you could pray for them or anything? He said, I don't know. I said, why don't you just, just in the mornings, just go talk to them and just show them. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to live this out, we're going to be the hands and feet of Christ. Just show them you care about them. Maybe, maybe that's a place to start in the workplace. So he started going around just talking to them and, and eventually got to a place where he said, you know, he, he was knowing that, you know, somebody's son was sick and he would say, well, is it okay with you if I pray for him? And he'd take a post-it note and he'd write down on the post-it note and put it up in his cubicle just that he was praying for them. And he told me the stories ab- about this and that people were now coming up to him and handing him a post-it note. <laughs> and he w- and they loved seeing that, knowing that somebody was praying for them and making a difference in their lives just by... You know, just with the five or six people that he had that, that were his direct reports. So I can tell you, if you talk to him today, he will tell you that he is making a difference in the marketplace, in the workplace. There's nobody there that would tell him, you can't pray for these people. You can't do this. That's not against the law. There's no rules that say that. They don't have rules there at this company. It's a large company here in Louisville that he's doing that. So it's that walking it out every day. And that's the same thing we do for our team members. I tell every team member, whether you believe in Christ or not, whether you believe the same thing I do, I want you to know that you were prayed for this morning, and so was your spouse, if you're married or your significant other, if you're not married to them but dating. Um, I know every person and their spouse's name because I pray for them every day. And yeah, I had to write it down the first time, but you know what they know? They know that, that this guy that really do, does care about him, and they know that today, if nobody else in the world prayed for him, that I did, whether they believe in it or not. That is awesome. And I'm sure that, that you've created then a, a culture of the other Christians in the company. Because you got Christians, you got non-Christians, yes. you got other folks of other faiths. Yes. They go, uh, hey, these, these Christian people, they're going to they're, they're gonna at least pray for us. Yeah, yeah. And because... Yeah tough difficulties are going to happen yeah Yeah. um sickness happens yeah kids get sick our spouses get sick we get sick and you create this culture of prayer um yeah they come to you yeah that's that is so awesome and so do people that are out that we get to work with out wherever it is that you know so i've had um, partners te- that have come to us and said, or our clients that come to s- uh, us and said, you know, I don't know what you feed your people. This was the most recent one in, in Evansville. He said, I don't know what you feed your people, but I've never seen a team like this. I don't know what difference it, it is, but I've never seen a team like this before. 
what what a great feeling that gives me to know that our light's shining even without saying hey look we're Christians you need to be this so, so. I, I love that because many times we want to we want to we want to tell everybody yeah hey, I'm a Christian we're a Christian owned company or you know whatever and I guess there's yeah. something there's it's okay to do that but really your heartbeat is just be the hands and feet of Jesus yeah and they'll see it. It's to erase the line between Sunday and Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday through. I mean, it's marketplace. What better place do we have? I mean, there's teachers out there that have the opportunity. They're in the marketplace as well. Just have the opportunity to share everywhere that you are. Yeah, well, I, I love that you're doing that in that we pastors, yes, we have influence, you know, but yeah. nothing, in, in some ways, nothing like where, I mean, you're out in Oklahoma, you're down in Aruba, you're out in Nevada. I'm not going to be out there. Yeah. But you're taking the life and ministry of Jesus wherever you go. Golly, yeah. that is so awesome. Um, we're, we're, we got a couple minutes yet, John. Tell us one more story of your folks who who are getting it and they're 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 taking it out the feet and hands of jesus out across the country yeah it's hard to 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 um narrow it down to one but <laughs> i just just one a guy came to me and said you know i know a guy that does this prison ministry and he has a guy that, that he's asked about and his his um mother lives alone he was living with her but he was in prison and he's going to be there for a while and his mother lives alone. Their house is just falling apart. Can you all look at it? Or he, they, he came to me and said, can we go look at it and see what we can do? So we went and looked at the house, and it's there in LaGrange. And um, it was in bad shape. So we started looking at, could we prop it up? Could we jack it up, put new foundation? And we decided that that's not the best way to do this. So a long story short, with the leadership of the guy who, who had the relationship, we were able to move her out into her daughter's house. We tore down the house and we built her a new house. And um, all of our team got to be there and work together on that and building that. So we, it was a team builder for us. Um, I, we probably got more out of it than she did. Uh, she was a cranky old lady that would raise her cane at us when something wasn't right. But, um, and, but our team saw the hands of Peter Christ working together to change the lives and change the lives of that man in prison. And you just don't know what that did for him, too. So. Yeah, we never know what's, how God, when we, when we become the hands and feet of Jesus, how God will use and multiply that oh, yeah. just all around. Yeah. I, I, huh. Yeah. John, uh, it has been a blast to have you in here. Thanks. Okay. I've, been, I've been so looking forward to having this, uh, <laughs> have you in here and just hearing your heart because I think that God is calling all of us Christians. You are the light of the world. Yeah. You yeah. are the salt of the earth. Yeah. Live, live like it because yeah. that's who you are. And I, I just appreciate your heart so much. Mm -hmm. Hey, John, would you pray for us guys that we would live, would, we would continue to live like that yeah. for his glory? I'd be glad to. Would you pray? Yeah. Lord, just, um, I do pray for all of us that are in the marketplace, that are you know, outside of the walls of a church building, that we would be the church, that we would, would look at ourselves that way, that you would guide us, you would direct us, you would help us to take those steps you th that we wouldn't just we wouldn't hesitate when we see somebody on the side of the road or see somebody in need that we wouldn't hesitate that we would realize what you said um, 
to us is that maybe me. And uh, mm-hmm. Father, I just pray um, for this ministry here to, to um, you know, I, I, talked, um, I talked today, Lord, and I just pray that what everybody heard was you and uh, that in humility too, that um, this is, these are stories that happen uh, because you've gifted uh, us to, to be able to enjoy giving. And um, thank you that you made us and wired us that way mm-hmm. and help us to give more. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm, amen. Thank you, John. Thanks. You know, Romans twelve eighteen says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. I don't really like that verse because what <laughs> happens is it says, as long as it depends on me, get along with everyone, be at peace with everyone. And so if someone is listening and, and you're thinking, well, yeah, I don't, I don't have, I, I can't go out and buy hundred dollar strollers or whatever it is. You can buy a $5 meal for someone. You can see someone's need and say that person needs something. It could be a $2 item or a $20 item. It could be a little bit more money on a tip. It could be anything that you say, you know what? I just want to do a little bit more. And that gesture is going to go further than what you think. In fact, if you don't think your gesture will do anything, you don't have much trust in God. Mm-hmm. Because God takes little things and makes them really big. Mm-hmm. And so when you do something in the name of Jesus, he said, a cup of cold water in my name does not go unnoticed in heaven. Mm-hmm. It means something. So if you're hearing this, uh, you may not be able to go out and build a house for someone, but boy, you can go out and be someone to someone and fill their needs. So we hope you listen to this, guys, and you put that into practice. Uh, thank you for listening, and please pass this along to someone else who may need to hear this. And uh, again, we really appreciate your listening and your comments. If you have heard this show and it's impacted you, would you let us know? Go to Facebook and go to Solid Steps Radio and leave us a comment. We would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time on Solid Steps Radio.